hope everybody had and is having a very Merry Christmas. Um, some of you may know Pope Francis declared this year you're dedicated to St. Joseph. And on December 8th, he issued a letter called Patris Corde, meaning the heart of the Father. A small letter, but a wonderful one on St. Joseph. So if you heard my Christmas homily, I talked a little bit about the letter focusing on one quote. What I'd like to do today, instead of ending with a quote from the letter as I did on Christmas, I want to begin with it. Begin with another quote. I think it's so go and give some long, seemingly boring quote, but it's really beautiful. And it's something that I would like to be able to offer and then have a little time to reflect upon. So this is Pope Francis talking about St. Joseph. He says, being a father entails introducing children to life and reality, not holding them back, being overprotective or possessive, but rather making them capable of deciding for themselves enjoying freedom and exploring new possibilities. Perhaps for this reason, Joseph is traditionally called a most chaste father. That title is not simply a sign of affection, but the summation of an attitude that is the opposite of possessiveness. Chastity is freedom from possessiveness in every sphere, sphere of one's life. Only when love is chaste is it truly love. Possessive love ultimately becomes dangerous. It imprisons, constricts, makes for misery. God himself loves humanity with a chaste love. He left us free even to go astray and set ourselves against him. The logic of love is always the logic of freedom. And Joseph knew how to love with extraordinary freedom. He never made himself the center of things. He did not think of himself, but focused instead on the lives of Mary and Jesus, unquote. It's a beautiful quote, and I really encourage you to read the whole entire letter. But what I want to do is sort of sum it up in a couple of phrases, sort of taking this very positive thing, but rephrasing it in a way that might be a little easier for us to understand, and, and not harsh, but maybe a little bit more direct. And the first is this, and the message was much more relevant at the 6 p.m. Mass because we had a lot of families there, but still, as individuals who will be parents one day, I think it's important for you to hear. Parents, our future parents, your children do not belong to you. They are not your possessions. Children are, are a gift from God. They have been given and you have been tasked to watch over them, to protect them, and to form them. But ultimately, they still belong to God. That's the whole purpose of today's gospel. Joseph and Mary presented Jesus in the temple, presented him back to God, acknowledging there at the very beginning of his life that he belonged to the Lord. Instead of your children being your possessions, you are stewards. They are gifts to you or on loan. Stewards are called to care for and to form and to love the child, knowing that you are going to have to let the child go one day. 
And so that formation to give that child the freedom to be able to make good decisions and sometimes to make mistakes, but to release them and to let them go. And as parents, sometimes you are going to find, if you haven't found already, as your children get older, they are going to make decisions that you don't agree with. And sometimes you are right to disagree with those decisions. And sometimes those decisions are going to be really, really bad, potentially sinful and potentially harmful to themselves and to others. You can plead with them. You can try to reason with them. But you are not going to be able to stop them and sometimes you're going to have to let him go. Sort of like the parable of the prodigal son. The father knew what that son was going to do and pleaded with him. But it didn't matter. The father didn't chase after him. The father let him go. Of course, always with the hope for the child to come back. But sometimes, children are going to make, as they get older, really, really good decisions. Sometimes, in particular responding to promptings of the Holy Spirit to give their life to God in a more radical way. Possibly as a missionary, maybe in a vocation to the priesthood, religious, or the consecrated life. I was very, very blessed to grow up in a Catholic household. And when I decided to become a priest, I clearly remember I was standing in the hallway looking at the door of my parents' bedroom and I said, hey y'all, uh, I'm, I'm decided to go to the seminary. And I got for moment one nothing but support and encouragement. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. More and more I am seeing parents who claim to be Catholic when their child goes to them, making a good decision. We're not talking about saying, Mom and Dad, I want to you know, be a drug trafficker or something like that. They do not receive it well. And I talked a little bit about it at 6 p.m. Mass, and maybe I was a little harsh or a little aggressive, because what happens is I see the effect on the child who wants to do good, but that parent who is unable to let go, the parent who can only think about themselves and pitches a complete fit, resorting often to manipulation, drama, gaslighting, whatever it is, to stop the child from making the decision. Why? Because the parent is unable to let go. It's not a chase love. It's a possessive love that sometimes is codependent or is there to feed one's own ego. I'm not here to criticize. But this is a risk that we all have to take. We all realize that the parents could do this. And so my encouragement is is if you see that tendency in yourself to begin to face it now. Whether it be something like that or whether it be allowing your child to get married and move off somewhere else, we're going to have to let our children go. We cannot live in and through our children. They are not our possessions. Let me tell you, when you do it, it really, really hurts the child. Really, really hurts the child. And it's not something that I like to see, and hopefully it's not something that you want to see. But what I really want to do, though, is focus not so much on the parents, because we have mostly young people here, college students or above, to take that same thing that we just talked about, about the possessiveness and the chaste love of the parent to the child. In the Holy Family, it's not that way. But what about the child? 
And rephrasing this, the fact that you, young people, do not belong to your parents. You're not their possession. Now, we know that fourth commandment, we owe obedience and respect to our parents. And that's something, particularly when we are younger, we really ought to heed. I did not when I was younger, and I made my life completely miserable. I haven't learned it by now. Mom and dad are always going to be right. Why? Because they're your mom and dad. They will always have the last say. But what happens is, the parents are raising the child right, and they get older, whether it be a good decision or a bad decision, you have the right to make that decision. Particularly if you've graduated from college and you want to pursue something that's really good. Giving your life to Christ in a more radical way. Serving God and serving others. While you still have a duty to respect your parents and to be able to listen to them. And it'd be wise if you had input from your parents about decisions. But if they don't agree with you, and they begin to act in a way that is not respecting your freedom, you have a right to set boundaries. You don't know about it, go by the little book boundaries. To say, mom and dad, I love you, I respect you, but no. I'm 22 years old, I'm 23 years old. I'm going to go in this direction. I'm going to go in this direction whether you like it or not. It takes a lot of courage and it's hard, but it doesn't mean that you're being disobedient or disrespectful. And the fact is, if you take a stand and if you lay boundaries, recognizing that you are not the possession of your parents, particularly if you're 20, 22, 23 years old, guess what? it may lead to some serious strife and even a break temporarily or much longer than temporarily with your parents. And it stinks and it's not fun and it's hard, but guess what? Jesus said he has not come to bring peace, but the sword. And the gospel message and those who follow him is gonna set parents against children and relatives against relatives. This is what he said is gonna happen. But the fact of the matter is, we have a greater responsibility to follow God in the way that we believe he is calling us. Pray for your parents. You ask the Lord to give them healing. And it may take an action every single day to be able to forgive them. And to pray for the strength to follow where you believe the Spirit is leading you. But don't forget, particularly if there's a lot of drama and histrionics, from their perspective in regards to your decision, or they decide to ghost you or do whatever. The problem's with them, not with you. The problem's with them, not with you. I encourage you in freedom to be able to take that stand and go in the good direction the Lord is calling you to. So in summation, I talked about this a few weeks ago. The phrase that sort of sums this up, the way Parents are called to love. Priests and religious are called to love. We're all called to love chastely. Can be summed up in this phrase that we used to say in seminary, possesso nel distacco, or in English, possession in detachment. Hey, yes, I love you. You're my child. I have stewardship over you, but I'm not grasping. I'm not clinging to you for my own need. 
I realize that you're a gift. I'm tasked to be able to help you, but I'm willing to let you go when the time comes. And because I hopefully have formed you in freedom, trust that you are going to go and give glory to God. Let us pray, myself included, all of us, particularly as we move into this new year, and a year dedicated to St. Joseph. We've seen a lot of people making the consecration to St. Joseph and the renewed interest in him. He may teach us, as Pope Francis says, in our own lives to know how to love with extraordinary freedom, possession, and detachment.